This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Hello, San Diego. <laughs> Welcome into Gwen and Chris. Or Gwen and Scraby, however you like it. Chris Ello out on assignment for another week. But you'll get Scraby and I for the rest of this week. Padres open tonight against the Rockies, the last homestand of the year. And ladies and gentlemen, get the round of applause ready. The Padres have won four straight for the first time in 2023. Yes! We've been waiting! We've been waiting for it. Yes, it's finally happened. Um, and, I mean, go 6-3 and three on the road trip. I don't think anybody had that down on their bingo card before uh, the Padres left. Nope. But they lose 2-3 of three to the Astros, take 2-3 of three from the Dodgers, sweep the Oakland Athletics. Now they come home and they have the Colorado Rockies, who they have played pretty well against uh, this season. Uh, nonetheless, uh, the Padres are still a extreme long shot to get into the playoffs. Um, but Scraby, uh, you know, four straight, I mean, better late than never. Better late than never is right. I mean, I feel like this team has just put everyone through the roller coaster of emotions many, many times this year. And it's no different right now because I, I know it's a long shot and, and people got to realize when I'm posting on Twitter, that I think it's, you know, you're telling me it's a chance. I don't actually think there's a chance, right. but I'm going right. to maybe think about it. It's, it could happen. Crazy giving, things happen. People giving, you, people giving you some noise on that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got what, what was one of them. Like, you do know this is an idiotic comment because it will not happen. You know, people like to be miserable. I, I don't understand it. They, they enjoy being miserable, and so, therefore, they want you to be miserable. They don't want you to even fake like you are happy. At times. Exactly. You know exactly. And I sat exactly. back. I was like, you keep, math doesn't lie. And they're now, like, math doesn't lie, but it won't happen. That is not the only news coming out uh, of Padre Nation. Um, a much more serious topic, at least for now. Um, it sounds uh, an official statement was released by uh, owner Peter Seidler. I'll, I'll read it to you guys. To our loyal and passionate Padres fans. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your amazing support this season. Your love of the Padres and our players is both motivating and humbling. We have the best baseball fans in baseball. Uh, I want to share a brief personal update. Last month, I underwent a medical procedure, and I am now on the road to recovery. I am grateful for the dedicated medical care 
that I have received and the loving support of my family. Although I can't be with you at the ballpark for our remaining games this season, I am watching them all, and I look forward to making some noise together again in 2024 and celebrating the 20th anniversary of our beautiful ballpark. That came from Peter Seidler, and uh, we uh, first and foremost happy to hear that he's on the road to recovery. We send out our prayers and and well wishes to him and uh, hope to see him back here very, very soon. Um, just thought I would share that with our listeners uh, yeah. uh, because, you know, I think it's important. This is uh, uh, clearly he felt it was important enough to release a statement. And so uh, I think we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't uh, pass that along to, to our listeners here. Yeah, wishing the best for him. No, no doubt about it. Now, uh, in terms of the Padres, uh, the Rockies are in town, as I said, last place in the National League West. Um, so, you know. You're not eliminated until you're officially eliminated. <laughs> I know, but it's just like the Rockies come to town, and the Rockies always play the Padres tough. They started the year uh, on opening night when they won the game, and then I think the Padres didn't get their first win until like the Sunday of that that series. But the Rockies are always scary to see. Um, can we talk about something? What? Can we talk about Juan Soto real quick? Yes, let's talk about him. Um, more often than than I feel like should be the case, I, I feel like he is he gets slandered sometimes. Um, look at his numbers right now; they're pretty they're pretty pretty epic. Two sixty six, twenty eight doubles, which is tied for second on the team, tied for third on the team. Thirty two home runs leads the team. Ninety eight home runs, ninety eight RBI, excuse me, leads the team. Hundred twenty two walks. Obviously, no need to be said. Nothing to be said there. His 402 on base percentage leads the team. His 505 slugging percentage, guess what? Leads, leads the, the team. team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. OPS leads the team. Uh, he is put together after what was a pretty slow start and really outside of the average, put together a pretty legit season. He's two RBIs away after last night's six R, yesterday's six RBI performance. He's two away from the the century mark, which is the the gold standard for run producers. Yeah, I mean he has. I I haven't said anything bad about him all year. Uh, there were a lot <laughs> of other. There, there were a lot of other people. At you. Uh, but here I haven't heard this yet because I was at the the football game yesterday. But I want to hear you guys call the grand slam. Go ahead, Adam. Runners lead at all three bases. The pitch swung on, hit in the air to deep right field. Brown's gonna watch this one. Gonna go. Almost the same spot as Soto homers for the second consecutive inning. This one a grand slam, and now ten nothing Padres in the eighth. I yeah, love it I when mean, you go. Ugh. That one he hit that so hard. That's all I could get out. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't even like a an intentional thing. It was just like, oh my god. That's how. That's how it would have. That's what my reaction would have been had I had a uniform on and been in the dugout. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That I, I it really does surprise me. Swung, swung, swung. It's so genuine too. I I can't believe that that was his first ever grand slam. I I, said, I turned to Jesse and said that that seems that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. He's hit a lot of home runs in his career and he's never hit a grand slam. But it was also nice to see the Padres like actually do what they're supposed to do, what we've been waiting for this season, like beat up on the teams that you're 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 supposed to beat up on. Yeah. I mean, like Z- you said, Xander's another one. Like this dude, it's like two hits a game right now. Like since since he got healthy which is right about the All-Star break. It has it has been 
Oh, it's been a different. To me, it's a different dude. Uh, whatever day the first game of the second half was, to till all of first half. Outside of maybe the first, I don't know, before he got hit in Atlanta. Yeah, by that Strider fastball. Yeah. After that, he was a different dude. But he's been good, and you know, obviously, you would have, we would all have loved for this to take place earlier, and you know, you may be sitting at looking at a different result. But um, I, I personally like seeing. I want to see this team, regardless of what happens, finish the year strong. Absolutely, that's that's what they're doing now. And uh, what do you think is what are you seeing from Xander uh, other than being healthy? Is he nothing? Nothing. I'm seeing health. I'm seeing. A guy that can get to the ball in because his wrist doesn't hurt. A guy that can is just—I mean, just one of the things he's doing. He's swinging the bat with more violence because his wrist doesn't hurt. Um, and I think it—you know—I think even after he got the quarter zone shot, and I think he admitted to to this in some ways, he had to work out some bad habits he had created trying to protect the wrist while I heard it was, you guys talking about this. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it took a little bit of work to kinks out of that, but explain I that mean, a little bit more. Like he has to somehow so change his swing because his was, wrist is injured. It was, if I'm not mistaken, it was his right wrist. Uh, so that's his top hand. That's like your hammer hand. That's basically the wrist that you freaking got to come through and, you know, Turn that it's the most violent part. Yeah. You know, it's one of the more violent you parts. Yeah, whip the bat through at that you got, point. Yeah. And and so with that being said, even if even if it was the 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 bottom hand, I mean, there's still a lot of torque that you're creating even on that hand. And so, you know, the fact that he couldn't do that and with the violence that he you know, you need to be able to create some 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 bat speed, you could see it. There was so so many times with his in the first half where his you could tell his wrist was hurting, like he would almost like, you could just see him slowing his swing down so that it, you know it didn't bother him as much. You gotta give him credit for playing as many games as he had with that wrist. I mean, it's it, you know that's that's a, that's he clear it clearly probably would have took some time had Manny not got hurt. Good but point. Manny got hurt, he stayed in. But is staying in a detriment at that point? You know, I, I think at this point, who knows, right? But. There was nobody who was going to be able to replace him. Yeah, the last uh, 30 days for the Padres, so 24 in the last 24 games for Xander Bogarts, he's leading the team, hitting 326, OPS 941. He has eight doubles. The next is uh, four from Fernando, five home runs. He's got 31 hits and 95 at-bats. So yeah, man, if that doesn't healthy. prove it to you, it should. He's, he's healthy. He's healthy. And so um, that's been encouraging to see straight up. I mean – Every and you know, I think Jesse pointed this out the last couple of days too. It is it's been everybody in the lineup. It hasn't just been one or two guys. Everybody's kind of contributing in some way, and that's how we thought it was going to look early. That's how we thought it was going to look most of the season. Now, you, you know, they did it against the Dodgers too. It wasn't like they just went in there and whooped up on the uh, on the uh, the A's on the on the Athletics. Yeah, and you know, the first two games of the Astros series. I mean, could have could have gone either way. And so, uh, or at least that middle game could have gone either way before it, you know, kind of kind of got away. But yeah, man, they they're playing they're playing some good baseball. It's nice to see them playing this way for sure. On the other side, I want to of when when, when we go to break. I'm not gonna okay. because last Friday I, I maybe uh, talked about our two fifteen segment a little bit too early. So I'm just gonna you preview it. But <laughs> thank you. I'm going to ask you. Whether or not the Kevin Acey article on Friday 
has motivated the team. So that's what I'll be asking you at 220. But if we're going to talk about it for a second, I mean. No, but we're not, though. We're talking about it at 215. What you, Adam's laughing. You literally just said that. But no, but and, and, okay, I'll say this about the article. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to talk about what I just asked you, but. I, I'm seeing a lot of how social media screws things up with this article because there are many sites like Clutch Points I saw, like um, some of the other fan sites. Manny Machado is a cancer inside of the locker room. Yeah, see, that's, 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 but that's you know what? That's part of the machine, man. It like, is, but I it's, I don't it, understand why people think this is a hit piece. Multiple times through the article, it says this is not a hit piece, basically. And it says that Manny Machado knows about this. He's on the record. I think that Kevin Acey did everything right here to – to get answers for fans while towing the line. Yeah. You want me to wait till 215 or you want me to, want me to talk about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, right let's wait till 215 at this okay. point or 220. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's get to break so we can get to the topic that Scraby wants me to, to respond you. to, <laughs> even though he's trying to get me to respond now too. more Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 219 on the clock. Welcome to the beginning of the week. Gwen and Chris. Gwen and Scravy. Tony Gwynn Jr. Matt Scravy. Adam Klug on the ones and twos, and uh, I think we have a caller. We do. Let's, uh, we do. Let's jump on the line. Let's hear from my guy, Pat, I believe. Pat, welcome to Gwen and Chris. What's on your mind? Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Pat. Hey, uh, you know, I read the article. I'm a UT subscriber, one of few, but I'm a, I am read the article on Saturday, and I really didn't see it being degrading to anybody. I thought it was factual. I thought it was... Um, but I really think that the issue of... And I, I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be. But I did raise a D1, you know, pitcher. And I have a little experience in watching. But I think we the issue is... this. It's a systemic issue with professional sports. And, you know, I think Tony probably played Little League and he was a good player, and 
you know, as he progressed, you know, coaches wanted him and like my son and and all of a sudden egos start developing. Mm-hmm. Um people chase him, they want him, they recruit him, and then when it gets time to high school, it's the same thing as others drop off and they grow and we we lavish them with trophies and and uh, mitts and 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 then as they go into the minor leagues or at the college recruiting, uh they get treated similarly and they didn't ask for it they just get it and so by the time they get into the pros i mean we're buying their dirty socks because we want a memento and so this ego and arrogance just evolves to where when it gets time for them to they excel and they get better than others they're going to start getting a lot of money and so self-importance starts happening on the other hand you have the ownership and the administration. Now, they're arrogant, and their egos are high as well, not necessarily because of how they pitch, but because of their business acumen, and they're developing, mm-hmm. and people are, are following them to do anything they possibly can to get their attention. So now we have two factions that have huge egos, arrogance. I mean, it is it, it, they, they emit this. They build fences to keep us away from them. Then you hire a manager in the middle, and all of a sudden you're saying to this guy, hey, make us a winning team. But the administration is going to be influencing him, as are the players who are arrogant. So I, I think it's it's Bob Melvin is, is probably a pretty good guy. He's been successful at being a manager. But to try to manage a group of people on both sides – that have huge egos and arrogance, you've got to have the right type of person. And I'll, I'll relate to, as an example, uh, look at the Chargers when Schottenheimer went 14-2 and two and they fired him because he couldn't get along with the general manager. What's mm-hmm. that? Of course he can't get along with the general manager. You've got to have that same mindset as the players. Look at the 84 Padres or any manager. I mean, they hired a bunch of heavy hitters I mean, Tony, your dad was part of that group, um, and they hired, they didn't, Ray Kroc hired some heavy hitters with high egos, and Ray Kroc had ego as well, but they hired Dick Williams that was a fire-breathing dragon disciplinarian. (laughs) And so you got Lou Piniella types, you got Billy Martins, I mean, everybody around them made more money. Back. And appeared to be more important than them, but they sure as hell knew how to manage them, and they made them be disciplined. And that's what I think is missing in in professional sports. The ego's got to somehow be 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 managed and controlled, or it's not going to work. Our Padres, we haven't won a a World Series ever, and it's been. Man, I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take your comments on on the other side. It was a, a great call. I, I can't disagree with a lot of what you said. Uh, all of that is true. Now, it certainly makes the job more difficult, right, to be able – because nothing – ladies and gentlemen, nothing Pat said is, is false, right? I mean, all athletes, all people who are really good at, at – in any occupation, there's an ego involved in it, right? Yeah. Um, and the same goes for not just the players, for, for front offices. And that's a, that's a major – that's a – as he said, that's not just a, even a sports problem. That's just how 
business works in general a lot of times. Um, but it can be done. You can, you do, and it has to be done in order to win, right? You have to, you often hear words, statements like check your ego at the door. And mm-hmm. it, it may seem cliche, but there is certainly something to that. Um, it is a lot easier to manage a team when everybody in the room feels like they're on equal footing. You know what I'm saying? I do. Everybody feels like, and even if that's not the case, as long as you can keep some type of semblance of of that kind of framework, you can have a a lot of success. Now, that's not to be said that that's that's exactly what's going on here because obviously Pat was really referring to the article that was written and I will say this. I think there you can have a debate on um you can have an you can have an opinion on the intention. You can have uh a conversation on whether the players that were quoted and unnamed should have gone about it that way, but I don't think you can have an honest conversation and say that somehow either Kevin made made these quotes up because I've seen that comment before, um, and that it was an actual hit piece. I don't think either of those things are factually true because, you know, unlike a lot of articles that are written like that, Manny actually knew about it. He actually was asked questions about stuff that people said in the article. Now again, you can have. Uh, a legitimate argument that it wasn't the right way to go about it. Um, the players should have went to him directly, but I, I, we, I just can't. We I don't can't know get, that they hadn't, you know? I, and we don't know that they hadn't, but I can't get down with the premise that somehow, and this is, and listen, I, you can, you can have your uh, opinions about Kevin in terms of his past work or whatnot, but there is nothing in this article that I read that's that was that you could make an argument was fake or made up if you're if if that if that's the route you're going to go you're you're not really interested in, in trying to fix whatever is going on down there because now you're just kind of you're you're and you can and you can even have the the debate of whether what the player said was true or not yeah you know what i'm saying but it's clear somebody said it out of that clubhouse and you know, as I said the other day, I, I, it's not the way I would have approached it. I certainly would have liked to see the players go directly to them. And as you said, maybe they did, and maybe they felt like this was the last resort. Resort, but I don't think that you could factually sit here up here and say that that story was it was just made up out of the out of the blue. Like that, those the quotes were were fake. Yeah, just being in the the biz for as short time as I have been, I know that that you just can't write lies and, and expect to be given your clubhouse pass the next day. And, and you know, in, in some ways, maybe this is the media's fault in itself, right? Because now people are so not trust trusting of that's a good point. What is written that that is the default setting now? No, that's that, a, that's a really good point. Didn't think about it you that know, way. And, and you know, and that's a that's a consequence that the media is going to have to fix on its own in some ways, right? I just felt like he wrote an article that people have been wanting to know the answer to for a long time. What is one of the questions that we get most? What is happening in the clubhouse? There's got to be a rift in the clubhouse. So right. AC did his investigation. That's, that's, I'm glad you said that because how often, 
And listen, I I, I often pre- I often couch everything I say, but listen, I'm not I'm not in there, so I don't know exactly what's going on. I can only tell you about what I see when they are out on the on the uh, on the benches and outside where we get to actually view them. Um, and so, you know, it's funny that a lot of people when before this article came out were abs were were like beside themselves that we thought that there was nothing going on. So now it turns out that there actually could be something going on, and it seems like the the uh, the reaction is nah. That he's making that, it up. He's making it up. <laughs> so uh, you know, it, I, I, yeah, it, it's 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 something that. Listen, I, I, I'm assume is 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 true, and that means there's some work that probably has to be done somewhere. Or it, maybe maybe I should say true. I should say that there are people that feel the way the article said that they felt, and if that is the case, there's some there's some tough conversations ahead. I would think if the, if they haven't already happened. Oh yeah, but yeah, I would I would think that they had them, but I don't know. Um, so back to the original question as to when we came into this segment, do you think this article actually motivated the team? Because now they've won no. four in a row. They won three against the A's. Article came out when Friday on the off day. Oh no, no Friday it came morning. Out Friday. Friday morning. Well, what about the two or three they took from the Dodgers? They knew it was about to come out. Oh, they, they, <laughs> they knew it was about to come no, out. No, I mean, I get what you're saying is that they were already playing well at the time. You, but... you just you read off you read off monthly numbers earlier. What? Oh, maybe you did. Maybe this um, was off the air. Sometimes the off the air conversation, the on the air conversation gets mixed. I think it was off the air. And but so, yeah, it, it, I. I don't know if it motivated them, but it kind of seemed like it did. I'm, I don't know. I guess I can't really tell because I'm not in there, but they come out, they win three in a row, they get over that hump of winning four in a row, I, I, I get, and they do it to a team that you're supposed to do it against. I don't know if it helps, but I'm going to think it did. So I'm just going to go into it like that. I know you want to think it did really, really bad. Now they're going to win the rest of their games this season. They're going to go 12-0, and and they're going to make the playoffs because of this article, and everybody's going to be celebrating it. 30 years from now, when the Padres have won the World Series this year, people are going to be like, that Kevin Acey article was the one that got it started. Well, I brought him up earlier. Uh, Congratulations are in order to the National League Player of the Week in Juan Soto. Nice. He, along with Rafael Devers in the American League, both take home the honor. Juan was 11 for 24, four homers, 13 RBIs, a 1.5 hundo uh, OPS. So he's uh, he's trying to finish strong there. Looks like he is. He's going to finish strong. Yeah, no, ain't no trying, ain't no trying to it. It looks like. All right, let's uh, step away. We've been, the Rockies are in town, and so we're gonna check in with Jen, Jenny Kavanaugh, AT and T Sportsnet, Rocky Mountains. To see, uh, I mean, I don't really need to see what's, what's happening with the Rockies. I know what's happening in the Rockies. Just kind of get an update. Talk to Jenny. We ain't talked to her in a while. More Gwen and Chris on the way. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 237 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Rockies in town. Padres looking for fifth straight. How about that? Every win now after four just keeps being like a new experience. Oh, yes. Like we've we've we haven't experienced five before. I think it's we need to we, get the seven. We hadn't experienced four until yesterday. It, it was elation for me when I found out that they yeah, had four. You know, I know I felt the uh, elation. I also felt a lot of eye rolling going on too, as well. Like really, guys, you waited to do this till now. I to felt get that, that too. I felt so, that too. I'm going to accept the uh, the positivity out of it. Let's get to our phone lines. On the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is none other than Jenny Gavinar, AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountains. Jenny, how are you? Hello, guys. I might have been doing the eye rolling while you were getting all optimistic <laughs> over there. But sorry to bring your party down to be in this conversation. All good. All good. Uh, are you here in San Diego, by the way? I am. I'll see you at the ballpark tonight. Awesome. All right, so before we get into any Rockies Padre stuff, I, I have to first ask you, how are you feeling after the Rams? Oh, I my mean, gosh. Was right this is there. where we're starting? It was right there, Tony. It was right there for the taking. Like, it was, it was oh, there. No one believed in us. We went in there, played some smash-mouth football. Played four quarters minus 90 seconds of a drive, and we lost a football game. I'm super proud of them, though. I mean, they switched quarterbacks this week. They showed, like, so much resilience in playing defense against a team like that and all the noise, all the hype, the national stage. Like, the showdown's back, and it was really fun to watch. They did. They they pushed back. You know, I I liked the fact that after all the emotion – kind of got itself out. There was just some good football, some good sportsmanship both sides. I San Diego State, hey, you know, this team's going to have to face them at some point, and so you should be very worried because they did look good. They didn't look like a football team that was supposed to lose by 24 points for sure. No, they definitely didn't. So I think I'm going to that San Diego State game in Fort Collins, and I'll look wow. forward to that. <laughs> very nice. All right, let's talk about the Rockies. Uh, um, you know, it's been a tough season for this ball club. Um, has have you has there been any bright spots for this team this year? And, and if so, what 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 have you seen from this team in terms of bright spots? Yeah, I think you always have to find them in this in this business, right? It's still a major league season, and uh, we're we're watching major league talent every day out there, and that includes a really core young group of players, and a lot of them, I'm not sure we're even on our radar to be part of this team this year because it was kind of a a veteran heavy team to start the season. Um, They have since made a lot of moves. Um, You know, recently Jerks and Profar gone. You guys know that. Um, You know, Mike Moustakis gone, Randall Gritchick gone, CJ Krohn gone, like a a big staple of just guys that have been around for a long time. So open a pathway to see some young talent and getting to watch Ezekiel Tovart shortstop every day. This this kid has a really bright future in the game. I mean, gold glove caliber shortstop um, play. His bat has really come along the last couple of months. 
and he's just an exciting kid to watch. He just turned 22. He just became a dad, so he has this maturity about him um, that's, does, that you know doesn't act like he's a very young player. And then Nolan Jones, who cut his teeth with the yeah. Guardians, and the Rockies picked him up in the offseason. I mean, this this guy, Tony, I'm telling you, like if he's not an all-star player, perennial all-star player in the future, um, I, I don't know what's going to happen to him then because what he's showing us every day is this guy could be a superstar in the game. Um, and add next to him, Britton Doyle in the outfield. And those two have some of the biggest cannons in the game. I mean, we've yeah. seen them both over 100 miles an hour um, with assists and double plays this year. Um, so there, it, it's just the excitement of the youth, I think, is what's really fun to watch. And knowing that that core can kind of build and get those experiences in games that matter here. I mean, they're playing the, down the stretch probably starting uh, two weeks ago. Every single series they have is against the team. And I'll now include you guys in that is now against a team who's hunting for a wild card spot. So um, it's pretty crazy when you think about, you know, the caliber of those kind of games and what you can add to your experience book in playing in those kind of atmospheres. We're talking to Jenny Kavner, ATT Sportsnet, Rocky Mountains here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And since I am sitting in for Chris today, I'm going to take the Chris uh, LO question. And we know that Rocky's owner, Dick Monfort, he criticized the Padres before the year. And it's kind of gone his way. But I was just curious over the, the entire year if there's any been any conversation of that, not not between the, the owner and everything, but has there been any mention of that this year? Like of from the Rocky side of the Padres? Just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. The Rocky side with the Padres and what's going on with this season. Yeah, I think it's just more like in the NL West in general, I think people are really shocked, right? Starting from early in the year um, to the Tatis business in the offseason, you know, coming in, what's that team going to look like? You know, they still probably heavily favored. But as the season goes on, I mean, it's, it's hard not to watch a car wreck, right? And that's what it yeah. felt at times in this division <laughs> was watching the Padres just blow themselves up every every time you face them or every time, you know, you saw them in the league. And so I think, um, you know, that's kind of the messaging and you know, doing a show on MLB Network Radio, we talk heavily about, um, you know, the landscape of the game, and it comes up all the time. Like, how did the San Diego Padres not take that talent and win baseball games? How can they not win close games? How can they win um, when it counts? And it's very baffling, as I'm sure it's very frustrating for you guys to cover each and every day. But you mentioned it. They're kind of figuring some things out now, and it might be too little too late, but um, maybe they'll start playing like the team um, we all thought they would the entire season. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jenny Kavanaugh joins us, AT&T Sportsnet, Rocky Mountains. And um, obviously, uh, Chris Bryant has had some health here as of late. Has it has it been nice having him back, you know, playing some baseball a, a little bit again? I mean, obviously, he signed the big deal last year. and He's just really been extremely unlucky as it pertains yeah. to, to, to injuries and, and, and being on the field. And listen, uh, you know, I know what the sediment is, but – I can tell you that no player enjoys being injured not playing baseball. How, how how has the year gone for him, you know, when he has been on the field? Yeah, I think it's a fair question. It's, you know, it's nice to see him out there because you get the back of a baseball card every time he's in the lineup. It, it might not have been so far enough Rockies uniform, um, you know, what they were expecting when they signed him to a long-term big contract. But um, his power has shown up for sure since coming off the IL and the home runs kind of came in bunches there and, um, it's nice to see that still in there, and it's nice to see that when you can put his name and Charlie Blackland on top of the lineup and sprinkle them in with some young talent, those guys are not just learning, you know, by listening, but now they can learn by watching him play in a game, and I think that's really valuable um, for any manager to have in his lineup. So I know they appreciate that about having 
uh, having Chris back and then just the versatility piece too, right? Like he can't just DH, they need him to play the field. So he's playing a little bit of first base now. And uh, that kind of might be a position of him for him in the future, especially if they're able to um, extend Charlie Blackman and keep him past uh, this free agency year coming up for him. Let's let's talk about the Padre killer himself in in Charlie. Yes, Blackman. he is. <laughs> um, he he, uh, you know, Charlie's getting up there, thirty-seven years of age. Has, has there been any indication from him how long he wants to to do this? I mean. He's still productive, uh, especially with the DH in both leagues. Now, I think that obviously gives him some more legs. But how long this is his 13th season? How long does he want to do this? I know. I thought going into this year, like, this contract could run out. This could be it. And I'll tell you what I think. Well, besides the DH, I think what else saved him, really, in a bizarre way, silver lining of having a hand fracture, was he got – to rest for two and a half months this season and he's come back and he has been vintage Charlie Blackman. He's had in the last like six weeks, he has a couple triples. He has a stolen base. He's hit homers. He just, you know, continues to hit doubles. He gets on base every single night. He takes his walks. Like he's Charlie. And, you know, in true Charlie fashion, whenever I ask him about, you know, the question you alluded to of like how much longer he's going (laughs) to stay, he's like, well, Baseball's fun. I like baseball. If baseball's not fun anymore, then maybe I won't be here. <laughs> it's such a Charlie answer. But I think to me that means they're probably having some conversations and working on what an extension might look like. Um, it'd be really nice to see Charlie for one more year uh, at least. And he's not a swan song kind of guy, but yeah. um, I know you guys have a great respect for him. I think a lot of teams around the league do, and it would just be nice for um, him to be able to kind of have a year where he can say goodbye to baseball, even though he would never do that. <laughs> well, listen, Charlie, if you're listening, man, let make them take that jersey off of you, brother. Don't, don't get <laughs> off mm-hmm, the field until, mm-hmm. until they absolutely take it from you. Jenny, I'm going to let you go. I will see you a little bit later on. We appreciate you coming on and, and joining us and uh, kind of getting us ready for this Rockies-Padre series. Sounds great, guys. Look forward to it. Thank you. That was Jenny Kavnar on the of the AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountains on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way with Premier, Le- Pre- Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. I forgot the rest. Hold on. Uh, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Visit them today in the Carlsbad, Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet. Chevrolet find, find new road. Good job. Boom. Good job. Took me a little bit to recover there. You know what uh, is funny about that Colorado Colorado State game? Kirk Kenny just texted me. He said, uh, "Make sure you guys talk about the Rams having nine personal fouls for 175 yards, including that cheap shot." We have the cheap shot uh, in the Big Five that's coming up a little bit later, but that's a lot of personal foul penalties. Again, again, most of those happened pretty early. Or not pretty early through the first half. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you know, when when emotions run high, a lot of mental mistakes happen. And to me, personal fouls are mental mistakes because you know you're not supposed to do it, right? Yeah. You know uh, that it, it's 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 going to cost your team ultimately. But there was, like I said, there, that, the emotions were flowing in that game. They were flowing. And so, I mean, it made for a, a better spectacle, but it also was costly for CSU because that ultimately, if you lose by what a a a, a touch, what is it, a touchdown? They yeah, got, they yeah, lost, yeah. It lost was a by touchdown. a touchdown, double OT. Yeah, one hundred and seventy whatever penalty yards is is going to cost that cost you a game. It basically. definitely did. 
And, For sure. and it also their offense playing my Madden game plan, which is just quick slants and crosses the entire time, <laughs> just like because I can't throw it to anyone else. <laughs> they literally ran the same pass play oh, every time. There was two pass plays they kept running. It was the it drag, was the, yeah, the drag, the drag across. And what was the other the one? Quick they, they were both cross. They were all crossing patterns, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, it was like it was like okay, two step drop throw just to get it out. But I mean, I guess it worked for them. They it put did, up a ton of yards. They put they up a ton of yards. Um, back to speaking the, of, speaking of which. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we're talking about the the um, the penalties for Colorado State. Yeah. Here's where you know the 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 craziness happens with the death threats, right? So oh. the kid. The kid that had the personal foul, which was a bonehead, dirty play, now he's getting death threats. Apparently he was getting death threats while the actual game was going on. Somebody doxed him, mm. address, oh, number up there. Like, come on, people, like, what are we doing? I don't know. I, we the, can't the, even get a personal <laughs> foul now without death threats coming. Like, death threats come all the time now. Like, it's not even a, a separation anymore. It's just. That's scary. It's just, you know, you do something, people like death threats automatically. The doxing thing does really scare me because it, it, not crazy. not personally like someone's going to dox me or anything, but doxing in general is scary. You shouldn't just be putting people's addresses online because they, cause they have, have a 15-yard no... penalty. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also, you know what? Someone explained this to me the other day, and a much younger person explained this to me. But Give it, it to me. Social I, I need media, an explanation. Because the, the people that are posting this stuff are – more than likely younger the younger generation and so they have grown up with social media they don't have the boundary of like i'm That's saying true. this to someone and it's going to hurt them or it's a crazy statement that i'm saying like del or not dalvin cook um alexander madison last week when he after the thursday night game he got a bunch of, he, he fumbled in the first yeah, quarter dude. and then he had like people were trying to get him to quote unquote like kill yourself is what yeah. they were saying yeah. to him yeah. which is re- yeah. and racial slurs but they don't kids in this theory that this person gave me kids just don't have that separation That's, you know why cuz they never and I, you know forgive me for saying this but it's cuz they never been punched in the mouth before like there was there used to be a consequence to just saying just whatever you wanted to anybody, and the consequence that would keep you from doing is like, oh, man, what if he punches me in my mouth for saying yeah. that? Do yeah. I do I want all of that smoke that comes after? No, nah, I'm good. So you know what? I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm a, you know I'm just gonna keep that to myself, or I'm gonna say it you know in the confines of people I know, or I'm saying in my room where no one can hear me, right? Yeah. Like yeah. now with the social media and stuff, it's. You, you're just – they've grown accustomed to just, you know, typing it out. No real repercussion of that. There's no real consequence of that other than you might get shamed on Twitter more. I mean, that's really the con- – that's what the fear now, right, is I'm going uh, to be called out on Twitter. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's so strange and it's scary and it's, it's stupid and I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I obviously thought the play was dirty, but not dirty enough to start threatening no. somebody's family. By the way, who not even playing in the game. Like, it's just, I don't know, Scrape. Somebody I, help me. I can't because I'm with you. <laughs> I, there's I, just so many unanswerable things. There's so many unanswerable things. Oh, it's... this will make you This will make you feel pretty good what? about Patrick Mahomes. You see oh, this? I, yeah, I did see it. You see this? He's doing doing the Brady thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That. Yeah. Tell He's, everybody. Uh, oh, for the, sorry. For those who don't know, Mahomes is restructuring his contract, so – they can get better players. Probably so they can pay Mr. Jones. 
Um, Mr. Jones. The, the defensive Oh, Chris just, Jones. Yeah, you know on, what? Man. I know he just got the one-year deal, but I'm saying, like, creating some more space, man. Patrick Mahomes seems like that guy. He seems, but oh, he's also right. getting you, paid a lot of money. By, you've been changed by the quarterbacks, uh, Netflix. Yeah, but I've also been uh, also been told that uh, there was a they paid someone that was their image coach during the quarterback show. Oh so. my lord! Who? What? Hate? What? Which one in your hater group told you that? One? Uh, I'm not going to ever reveal my sources <laughs> because this person may may actually know something. Oh yeah, right. That's hilarious. They got they got. What coaches? What kind of coaches they get? Uh, image coaches. Image coaches. Because Brittany Mahomes. He just decided to get an image coach for the Netflix special, not for you know being a regular quarterback. No, Brittany that... Mahomes did spray champagne all over everybody, and oh then and then leave got Brittany an image alone, coach. Brittany, leave Brittany alone has been said many times in this world. <laughs> you know, Brittany Spears and Brittany in Mahomes in different contexts, but yeah, for sure. Uh, we have a couple minutes left. I want to take a call real quick. Magic in San Diego is calling. Magic came down and met us. We talked to him last week, but Magic always has a, a good addition. So what's up, Magic? What's up, Magic? Anthony, hey, uh, you kind of alluded to what I was calling about briefly, um, the uh, real bad hit by the kid from uh, Colorado State. Now, what I think is going to have to happen, you know what? You have a lot of people out there who dislike what Dion's doing. And I think what's going to happen is uh, I think it happened to the Colorado State guy is that they're going to it's going to be more emphasis on their kids to put more physical punishment on Dion's kids, not just his two boys, but the team as a whole. There's a resentment for what Dion's doing. Um, I like Dion, and I think what they did to that program is great. If you look at all the parents of the kids that Dion got rid of, and the animosity towards Dion the way he's doing things, I do believe the NCAA is going to have to look at and make sure they, they put out there, if we find out anybody is going at the Colorado uh, players, uh, you know, intentionally, you know, yeah. the way that it was that game, because you can tell that game there was a lot of animosity going on. For sure. And they're going to have to rein it in because if it starts to get too bad, then you're going to start seeing even racial things coming into it, and that's not going to be good for college football. Not yeah, at all. We don't, we don't want that. And listen, you know, we got to get the break because I can go on a long diatribe with this. We'll, I'll talk to about a little bit. We got the Daily Gambit coming. I'll give you my thoughts on Magic's comments when we return. Gwen and Chris, or Gwen and Scraby, on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 